Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Andy Stinton, also known as the small business guy. Hello. Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, and Michael Diamond. Good of to be upstream here. Upstream strategy. <laughs> I was like, can I give you? I'm like, you're the campaign strategist and political commentator of Upstream Strategy Group. Hello. Hello. Coming, Hello. coming right. soon to a theater near you. Some assembly required. We have another <laughs> document <theater>? out. <laughs> another document coming out or out now. Andrea Horvath claiming that uh, this proves Doug Ford uh, is privatizing health. Um, you know, but putting that aside, the leak comes from someone who was in the public service. Um, you know, this is not a party kind of throwing someone under the bus, the boss under the bus. I'll start with you on this, Michael, because I know that you understand politics. <laughs> but essentially, you know, they swear an oath in the in the public service. They don't have a choice but to work for the person that they do. That does not mean that they should be able to go in and get documents and leak them out. Yeah, or this is hugely concerning, I think, and it shows the problems that the Ford government is, is, is facing, the uphill battle against a partisan and activated public service. The public service should be nonpartisan. They should be there. They're not a policy team. They're there to implement what the people's government uh, tell them to implement. And that this leak happened, I think it's just, uh, it, it's emblematic of a greater problem that uh, this government and conservative governments, frankly, face from a entrenched public service. Okay, so do you agree with Andrea Horvath then when she says, you know, this is the whistleblower, we've got to protect the whistleblower? Because I don't see this person as a, this whistleblower. Isn't a whistleblower. This is a partisan hit. A whistleblower is someone who, who, who blows the whistle when there is something wrong, something illegal, corruption going on. Nothing in these leaked documents suggests any of that. It's it's uh, it, it's par for, it's governmental business like, that would be disclosed. Yeah. We might talk about them, we might not. But but to, to consider this person a whistleblower is uh, making a mockery of the term whistleblowers and the very brave people who have been whistleblowers. You have such great names. I call them tattletales. E- either way. I mean, the civil servant is the most protected group around. I mean, they're really running the government because they do all the paperwork. They can block anybody. So do, there's a leak from there. Is it a big deal? Oh, well, it is. It was a big deal when they leaked um, Rob Ford's medical uh, f- uh, files. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's human I don't beings, want... and some of them are corrupt. I'm sorry. That's the way of the world. So we I should mean... just let it happen? I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can stop it. I don't. You can well, say you, well, you, can, can. you can. You can just make it uh, very, very uh, scary for people by by making an example of this person and firing them as as has occurred. They do have a big IT uh, group down there that they can go through anyone's email and figure out who's <laughs> sending what. They they do. I mean. Nixon and Watergate, there's always it. been leaks in every government in the world. I mean, yes, is it wrong? Yes, it's totally wrong. But if, if you sit in some idealistic world that says, oh, we can stop it. Well, sugar plum fairies, do you? I don't think uh, anyone's suggesting that we can stop it. It's that uh, this is a problem, and this is a problem for, for voters because their government is being undermined. Let me, let me ask you this then, Andy, because I just had a, a terrific conversation with... Um, with my last guest on this, Francesca Grosso, who who understands you know the the whole health um, file, but you know sh- she feels that Andrea Horvath is doing something silly and dangerous here by fear mongering on an issue that will that will cause a lot of people to unnecessarily worry about things that are not happening because they want politics here. They want to they want to play to the base. Well, we can't say they're not happening. They may not be happening, and 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 maybe they are. But it's a government. Governments legislate. And before they put laws through, they have drafts and people talk about them. That does not mean in any way, shape or form that it's going to happen. 
But somebody who's who really relies on the healthcare system, who's in the 60s, this is going to scare the yeah. poo-poo out of them. Which so, is unfortunate. That's why I go, like, like, let's just see what they've got. I mean, and you know, what the, the, the sad part is what anyone who has to interact with their healthcare system, the status quo is what should, to quote Andy, scare the poo-poo out of them. Yeah, yeah. but here's what it is. It's the, the bit that I didn't like. It's privatizing it. No, well, okay, we're talking. I, I, I believe we're talking like so we're talking Andrea Horvath, blood and, labs, and yeah, we're talking yeah, X-ray and, services. That's already privatized. And, yeah, Andrea Horvath specifically said that Doug Ford's going to, I believe, privatize uh, uh, medical laboratories. They've been private yes, in Ontario exactly. when Bob Ray was premier. It's, in fact, it was like a, sorry, John Oakley pointed out. Jack Layton went to a private facility when went he was to a sick. I mean, hospital. and I'm fine with but that. I, I'm I would fine like to have that. a two-tier system. I would too. Private <laughs> and <laughs> public. I wouldn't like to see it get privatized totally, like and the United States. That's never going to happen. Yeah, which could, okay, you asked, does it scare people? I think there are some people that, that maybe not understand everything as brilliantly as you two do. Well, Might They hear privatized and they think, okay, oh, it's that, going to be like the States. Then, then, I, think, true. I think as people are interacting with the current healthcare system more and seeing loved ones interact with the current health system more, they're actually more open, increasingly open to new ideas and innovation and changes. And, and this attack tagline that, oh, it's an American system. No, there are many, many systems to choose from. And no one's suggesting Canada should look like Not the United close. States more. But one but thing we should, look, my point we should is, look less well, that's like North ignorance, Korea. Then. That's low information. Okay, and by the way, and by the way... that's okay, because no. you've got to realize there are those right, people but in Andrea the Horvath then is politicizing it and playing off their oh, fear. Oh, I think that's totally wrong, because yeah. that means I'd have okay. to agree with you. Perfect. Uh, Liberal MP, you'll, you'll agree with me on this one as well. Liberal MP blowhard Adam Vaughn uh, talking himself into trouble over the weekend when he sent out a very silly uh, tweet um, to Doug, why well, he called him Doug Fraud, Doug Ford, uh, over all day kindergarten. He said, quote, next he'll go after young offenders and then free school and detention centers. Instead of playing whack-a-mole, let's just whack them. Now, uh, do I think he's serious? No. Did I, was I outraged? No. But I did tweet out, oh, look, there's more of that positivity stuff. Because this, this Andy goes against the very, you know, you go high, we go low. You know, it's got nothing to do with that. There's one thing. I mean, we do communications, not not like Michael does, but we make videos and, and we do events. And there's something and he's I, very good at it. Thank you. Um, I'm an award-winning producer. I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> and my fish came second in Ovalie Elementary School That's in Solihull. Fantastic. Can we answer the damn question? <laughs> yeah, it was a penguin fish. Um, no, I mean, don't do humor. It it can just go wrong. So stay away from it. I could see where the joke was. Whack a mole, we should. I get the I joke. Whack a mole? No, this like, was not a joke. Don't blame this on poor humor. It wasn't no, no, poor this humor. was not. This the was man Adam was being Adam. Soprano yeah. about talking about oh, our premier. I am, I am outraged. I am mortified. And the prime minister's lack of leadership in, in correcting Mr. Vaughn, Mr. Vaughn's fake apology. I am mortified by this. Conservatives are told time and again that we need to watch our language. Adam Vaughn should do the right thing and leave the liberal caucus. Well, I, I can tell. Because he Look, made a bad joke. No, no, no. It wasn't a bad joke. It was a bad joke. I could see it's a bad joke. Adam, Anybody Adam, can see it's a is. bad joke. Um, Andrew. And, Andrew. Andy. Andy. <laughs> uh, stop acting like Adam. Uh, bottom line is, if that comment were ever said to, let's say, Kathleen Wynne or Andrea Horvath by a, a conservative, I can tell you there'd be hell to pay. Chris <laughs> Alexander stood on the steps of the yeah. Alberta legislature while some protesters or ralliers, they weren't really protesting, mm-hmm. started a chant about Rachel Notley, lock her up. It was unfortunate. 
unfortunate. And he was like, it's what? ridiculous. And it was national oh, news for days that Chris Alexander stood there while this happened. It's it's crazy. The double Adam standard Vaughan the is, double standard is insane. Adam Vaughn is a goof, okay? Yeah, yes, can we accept that? Yes. That, can that, we accept no, that, that is too favorable to okay. Mr. Vaughn. I, I wouldn't, yeah. Is it blowhard? Can we accept that? Oh, he's, I can't say he's what He's a I, bit of an idiot. He's a, okay? a bit. Okay, so he makes a bad joke. Wouldn't that be in well, character? Well, no, it's not that he made a bad joke. It's Wait, a hold on. Can I finish? Joke. Yes. I would hate to be dating you. Um, he, honestly, <laughs> you he made the joke, and then when he was supposed to apologize, he doubled down with yet another joke, saying, I didn't mean to offend any moles in the making of this. I mean, he doesn't take it seriously, but that speaks to the arrogance and the double standard to which that's what I point out. And then out. he put it's out like, a proper apology, but he failed. He yeah. only apologized to those who he offended, not to Mr. Ford. I'm sure the, I'm sure the Prime Minister's office was none too pleased having to pick up Am after I the him. only one here with a sense of humor? It's not about having a sense of humor. It, it sure it is. It's a, no, Chris Alexander vilified for for days on end in the national media for standing there. Well, some people said some really stupid stuff. A member of the Liberal Caucus said something really stupid. He quoted Tony Soprano in talking about how our premier should be dealt with. Did you read it? No, I did read it. I actually was one of the first people to tweet at the man. By the way, it, I'm outraged. In the bigger I'm picture, not, I think you've lost your sense of humor, Diamond. Well, I'm very well, okay, funny. But again, the party that has no sense of humor is the party that told us that they were going to go high. So you know what? Leave I by just example. look at these things on an individual basis. Okay, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions, going head to head with Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. On this Monday, as we head into some rain for the next couple of days, we've got our second part of Counterpoint ongoing. We've got Andy Stinton and Michael Diamond. I was grooving to the tunes, man. Yes, you were. He was. It was unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about Democratic Governor Ralph Nordham. Nordham uh, refusing to step down despite a national uproar over a racist photo that appeared back in 1984 in his medical school yearbook. And at first he said it wasn't him. Then he said he didn't remember that it wasn't him because, you know, I would forget the time I did blackface or dressed up in my KKK hood because I was like, yeah. Uh, But then he's doing this press conference over the weekend in which he says, well, the one time I did do blackface was when I was doing a Michael Jackson performance. And then someone asked him, oh, can you still do the moonwalk? And at one point he actually looked like he was going to do it. And thank God his wife was there to say, are you are you out of your bloody mind? Okay, stop right there. <laughs> that is the reason that he should resign. That reason. Should, That's what I else. thought. Yeah, forget the crazy. Any political governor in the States that seriously contemplates doing a moonwalk, he's gone. On and, an issue so, like this? The interesting thing about Virginia is the governor is limited to one term, so there is no political fallout for the governor moonwalking. He's going to lose no votes because he can't run for re-election. He can't stay. Look, I he think his stay. response his response to the photo has been deplorable. Oh, it's yeah. been it's been a, uh, a a classic example of what not to do in a crisis uh, communications uh, situation. Uh, everyone is pretty much piling up, except for it seems Joe Lieberman is the mm-hmm. only uh, uh, politician of any stature who's uh, urging him or who's defending him. But had uh, he gotten it right at the beginning, yeah, he, he might have a fight. He was salvageable because because you, you could say okay, it was 1984, different times. Different. If if he hadn't gotten it Even so in 1984, wrong, the KKK is pushing you along. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, but but and then another <laughs> problem is some of his more recent actions. Apparently, well, in his election campaign, <laughs> he uh, had his black running mate for lieutenant governor edited out of one of the commercials. Uh, so the, there's suggestions that uh, that perhaps he uh, he just you know 
isn't uh, someone who's should be holding statewide he office. That, yeah, well. he, he, I, I, honestly, I think he's got some sort of mental problem. Well, he must. Well, because one day he says, oh, I did it, but I didn't do it. And the next day he flips over and says... I looked at it, and it's not me. It's not me. That, that, really, that's not me in the KKK hood. I have just got better looking through my life, Ugh. but I still recognize when in yearbooks when I was a small, ugly child. Had, had I been his wife walking out of that press conference, I would have been like, it's over. Like, you're so stupid that you had to ask me if I could, yeah. you could do the moonwalk, and I had to actually answer for you. <laughs> no, no, you no, know, Alex, really too I know bad. you well enough. Oh. You would have encouraged him to well, do the moonwalk. too bad is he defeated for his election last yeah. year a fellow named Ed Gillespie, a very sensible mainstream Republican, former chair of the Republican National Committee, who was just vilified for being a racist, which were trumped up and, and nonsensical. And it's, that, that Ed Gillespie lost to this fellow really uh, sticks in my craw right yeah, now. Yeah, it's crazy. Maybe he was channeling Al Jolson. Mammy, oh, I love you. Let's not go back to I prefer to uh, Al Jolson's song, California. Here we <laughs> come. Adam Levine, speaking of songs yes. uh, of Maroon 5. Yes. Spark- okay, I've got to be honest with you. So I was on total mommy duty till about the fourth quarter. I could not get my kid to go to sleep. Therefore, I missed everything. The only thing that I realized was when I got my, when he finally went to bed and I picked up my Twitter and everyone was freaking about Adam Levine's nipples. Okay. So there were immediate calls for, you know, this double standard. You know, why is it okay for him to show his nipples and not um, uh, uh, Janet Jackson? This was... Okay, I produce award show, I produce music events. This, without a doubt, when I started to watch it, is the worst one I've ever seen. It was like music concerts, the 60s. We had the balloons. Oh, look, we've got... SpongeBob? Oh, yeah. No, no, first we had fire keep going up and down. (laughs) And then this guy arrives in a fur coat looking like something that's come from the hinterland. And then Adam Levine... Keeps taking his clothes okay, off and what, thinking but, this cannot get any worse. He turned it into some sort of strip show. But I don't put him in this. I'm sorry. I know a lot of women will not agree with me, but I'm sorry. Breasts are not the same as men's nipples. There's, they're, they're... Oh, you're brilliant. You seriously, thanks for the anatomy well, lesson. You know, well, we I'm sorry, but there are a lot from... of women who are arguing that, sh- that you know, Janet Jackson should have been able to do what she did. And I, I agree. I don't think she should I have ever been. Seeing, like, I remember, actually, I did watch that Super Bowl match. I didn't watch last night. So I was watching uh, reruns of Frasier <laughs> instead. It's a game. But uh, in 2004, I remember watching the Janet Jackson thing. I didn't see any nipple. Last right. night, it seems she could But she suffered the consequences of she that. She did. Very stiff and for a long time. And she was mocked yeah, for it, a very it, long yeah, time. The problem there, that was the law. That was the FCCC that went yeah, after so there her. was a big fine to the network for that. But look, I don't care. Uh, for years, my brother and I, if we were in a car and Maroon 5 came on, I would say, oh, I, I would pretend that I thought it was Coldplay, and if Coldplay came on, I would pretend I thought it was Maroon 5. And he thought oh, for years that I didn't know the difference between them, and I forgot that they existed that, until That story night. is living proof. People shouldn't By do the comedy. Way, I, I mean, look, if you book <laughs> actual talent joke. at the football game, you don't have these issues. There's no, so just, many people I could have gone with. It was really well. Actually, they had a problem because of the what's his name, Kappa, Mr. Ben. Then he a lot of people wouldn't do it. Rihanna wouldn't do it. No. Well, you know, a country artist will do it. You could get a great country artist, and that's that's a football. You could do a Carrie Underwood. There's lots of people they could go. Sure, I don't care. You know what? It's a football game. I don't care. Four seasons, maybe throwback. (laughs) Um, Okay, look, I want to get this topic in. I don't have a lot of time, but in uh, promoting his newest film, Cold Pursuit. in which I guess Liam Neeson kills a whole bunch of people. 
he was being interviewed with uh, a certain publication in which he, I guess, unprompted relayed this story about how a friend of his had been raped and allegedly uh, by a black man. And take a listen to this exchange and I'll get your reaction to it. She told me she had been raped. My immediate reaction was, I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. Okay, Andy, he's uh, being honest. he That's how he felt at the time. Is he going to pay for this? Wow, is he going to pay for this? I, I really see two sides. When I first heard this, I thought there was only one side to it. But there are two sides to it. One, he's, he is upset, and it was somebody close to him who was raped, and he's come forward and he's admitted. He's, he's, you know, he's confessed to it, and he sees himself as a better man, and he, he's learned from it. That's one side of the story. The other side that a lot of people will look at and say, you were wrong, you were wrong, you racist, you know what? I don't. I, I, I. We've all done stupid things at some point in our life, and I, I sort of get it. But my point, I admire that he stepped up, and he came out and admitted, "I've done it. That's what I thought." And he said it, and it's out in the open, and he's a better guy. I, I think he's a brave guy for doing that. Michael. Yeah. Look, uh, coming clean and uh, admitting he made a mistake. Ralph Northam uh, should have done that on Friday, and uh, everyone can learn from that. Yeah, I'm not sure how this will play, but nonetheless, uh, it certainly is lighting up the uh, the boards. Okay, guys, I got to go, and you do too, but thank you for coming in. Yes. Even you, Andy. Yes, 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 it. yes. Oh, by the way, Michael's uh, little tutu, uh, it, it, it got stained at the, the dry cleaners. Perfect. Don't wear it again then, Andy, and you won't spill on it. On Point on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.